The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. This is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Martin Owen. How you doing, Martin? Thank you. You're a bit quiet there. Try that again. Very well, thank you. That sounded much better. And and we're joined by our other great friend, Michael Orlowski. Hi, Michael. How are you? It's nice to hear from you once again. Brilliant. Now, Martin, before we all chat, why don't you tell us who we're going to speak to today? So this evening, we're going to speak to Joseph Cockhill, who made his highest ever final at a national and scared everybody by taking his clothes off. Hi, Joey. How are you? <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? I'm very good, mate. I'm very good. Um, good. What's the weather like where you are, mate? Uh, we won't go into how hot and ridiculous it really is. Okay. But, we're, but it's we're, not, nice. we're, not, we're not built for this. Well, certainly you're not. Um, I'm definitely not, no. So, mate, honestly, we've got Michael on. You know, we're all dying to know how you got your first C final. So, mate, away you go. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where to begin. Um, round one, I just, to be honest, just plodded it round. Didn't do anything stupid. Just kept it on all four wheels. And, yeah. I think everybody else yeah. just threw it off around me, I think. Is that it, mate? I, I honestly checked the forecast and thought it rained. Yeah, there was definitely uh, definitely a lot of question marks around what, what had gone on. Okay, mate, that's fine. Well, clearly, it's a good job you're, we'd never have you on as a guest as a podcast because you'd be terrible. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Let's, let's speak who we're really speaking to. Hi, Michael. How's Vienna? Hey, guys. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's uh, very warm, as in most places in Europe, I think, currently. Um, so I had, a, I had a nice, quick flight, slept for most of it, and uh, I'll be staying here overnight. Okay, well, what are you doing in Vienna? Where are you going? I'm going to Gubbio, to Italy, uh, to the world's touring car track, um, to test and... There is a race on the weekend, so I'll be attending that. And unfortunately, I'll be missing out on the ETS in Eigen this weekend. But I'll I'll go to the next round of ETS in Andernacht, definitely. Okay, okay. So, is it is this like an official warm up event, or is it just as an event on at the track where the the on road world is going to be? The official warm up, I think, was actually when we were in. Uh, well, maybe it was the, I think the warm-up was the weekend before um, Stotfold National. Uh, so it was right. two weeks ago, and the official warm-up race, but not many people attended that. But a few guys uh, came after, like Mark, Ronald, and the Infinity team was there as well. And they spent, I think, almost a whole week over there testing. So we also need to catch up on, on, on testing on that track as... Uh, uh, Almost all the teams have been out there already for a few days, and I've never never been there yet, and uh, never, I haven't done touring car for a long time. So it will be good to catch back up, do some testing, learn, and prepare for the Worlds later this year. 
then. Do you did you build your own tenth touring car, or did someone else do that for you? Yeah, I, I built it myself. Okay, okay. Is it a new one? Are you ready to go, or is this the one you used the last time you went running? Uh, it's it's the one I I used it during the winter season, and and I just uh, changed it over to to outdoor setup to carbon chassis and uh, a few small bits here and there. Uh, but I didn't have much time to to prepare it as I came back from Stuttgart on Monday morning, and mm-hmm. then once I arrived home um, early afternoon, I sat down and wrenched on the touring car. And today I had my flight to Vienna, so I didn't have much time, so I had to be done quickly. But uh, Andy from Schumacher is coming uh, with me to Italy, uh, and he's bringing some cars as well. So if a few cars. Okay. Well, well done, mate. Well done. Um, when when's the actual worlds? On the they are in the middle of September. I think first is the eight scale worlds in Spain, and then there's oh, one one or two days uh, break in between, and then there are the, the touring car worlds. Okay. Then are you going to the eighth worlds then? Yes, I am. Because I saw a picture of you practicing at Redavan, and I'm like, Michael's not mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah, we decided to to have a go at it after the success we had at the uh, e-buggy Euros in in Slovakia in May, um, and we have decided to to go to Spain for the eight scale natural worlds. Okay, then I've not re- prepped any of this. Have you just got whatever car you use for the e-buggy world and stuck a like a, a nitro motor in it, or have you just found yeah. another one? It's it's the platform we used at the e-buggy. Uh, it's it's been uh, developed since then with a few different parts here and there in the car. So we we are uh, continuing our work on it, and uh, it's a nitro car for now. No way. Oh, maybe we should. Okay. I've heard people call it a schmoogan or, <laughs> or, or a swirt smacker. Um, because. Yeah, yeah I, heard, I heard loads of different names. It seems to be bits from other things. Oh, well, that, that's really exciting. Um, well, I don't know what to say. Good luck, Redivan. Um Thank you. I heard you will be there. Uh, yes, yes. Let's just say might be. Um, yeah. yeah, might be there. Uh, something else might have popped up that we might we might be uh, much prefer to go to. Um, so I'm sorry, mate. If you were expecting me to do your pit stops, yeah, <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting you and Martin to be my pitmen. Well, get Martin. Martin's free. <laughs> um, it's the Three week you have pit stops. Yeah, that's it. You'd have to do, um, Martin. You'd need to not be at the like do the threes, fours, and fives at Mendy, and then immediately fly out. That's, that's, Can you do that? Not really. <laughs> no. Maybe maybe I just... should maybe I should attend the F two, three, four, and fives at Mendy. You're so funny. <laughs> yes. You'd have a very upset um, Harry Mears though. Because he's a, he's an F four, and I think he's hoping to do quite well. 
Uh, oh, so it's uh, is it so it it mixed so everyone's racing each other. Uh, F twos is a single class, and then F three, four, and fives is the other uh, race. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I will let Harry win that one. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a few people trying to stop Harry. Uh, okay, but like, well, that that's a bit of news. Well done. Uh, in, have a great time practicing in Gubbio. Um, and I'm I'm really excited about the eighth world. Then, if the Schmugen Schmatzwerk car turns up, I'm, I'm sure you can dominate, mate. Um, and we'll talk about it later. But you know, as long as you keep your driving lines nice and clean and don't upset anyone, I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, you know, some of those eighth boys look like they can get a bit angry on the rostrum. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, should we do? In fact, should we do that now? Have we all seen the Ryan Mayfield Ty Tessman stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. Is that because you got like you've done two, three-hour flights in two days? <laughs> no, I, I watched it on the weekend, and then I had to watch again to see exactly what happened. And there, and then LiveRC posted this. Um, video on facebook about it so i also watched that because uh, the camera angle was a bit better on the action okay um so what do you well let's talk about the incident first we, and we can all have a go at this Ma- michael do you want to go first what was, what, what's your thoughts i don't know if i can uh, i can say exactly um uh, yeah i think ryan uh, Ryan had the inside as Ty jumped a bit wide on there, and and then Ryan was was in front. Ty wanted to to go back, uh, and, and I, I don't think he wanted to defend the position because Ryan was already uh, the whole car lengths in 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 front, and just yeah. clipped his uh, rear wheel. And uh, and got lucky in the incident, and Ryan got very unlucky as uh, his car died. So uh, I totally understand why uh, why Ryan was upset about it, um, and I would be as well. I probably wouldn't be so aggressive on the on the driver's stand after the race as uh, as him, but uh, it's a uh, you know. Depends on personality and then how you react and and also the of course the emotions are extremely high on uh, on the driver's stand after especially the second the race finishes um, and and when there's so much money on the line and not only the the win but also money and and the prize money at at such events it's not, not only the the bonuses from sponsors and obviously. Things like that can happen, um, and and yeah. But on the other side, go on. on well, I'm going to see what the other two thought of the incident before we moved on. Yeah. Come on, boys. But, what do you think? It looked fifty-fifty to me. Certainly on the first time I saw it. Mm, yeah, I guess. The incident, I don't know, I, I look at it in two ways. The incident's one thing, and then what happened afterwards, another thing. Correct. So, about on the racetrack first, what do you think? Uh, 
someone saw a gap and someone went for it. Isn't that what we do? We race. Sometimes you pull it off, sometimes you don't. Although racers in this country in Europe seem to be able to pull it off cleaner than racers in America. It just looks like, like, I like well, certainly no one's going to take my word for it, but it looks like Ryan just lost a bit of, like, a bobbled or something. I'm not, he was definitely in front of him. But to think that, like, I don't think, you know what I mean? It just, like, it looks like a racing incident to me. I'd say that's the first time I saw it. Joey, I'm not being funny. You've got a C final national now and are now officially better than Martin. What was your view? Uh, again, I'm in the, in the frame of mind of, you know, I kind of look at it like, like my dad would, and then I kind of look at the way I would look at it as a racer. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Michael said, you know, Mayfield seems to have had more of an advantage coming out of the corner. Um, I think they're both just they've they've both hit the gas at the same time, and it's one of those things. The gap has disappeared as quick as it became, and then you know, unfortunately, you know that they've they've had a coming together. Um, I think Dad may have viewed it in a similar similar way. You know, there's you know a, a gap was there, and as as Martin said, you go for that gap, and then all of a sudden the gap disappears. It's you know, like like one of those things. It's a, like a, a racing incident, Ty would probably get the penalty. Is that what we're saying? P- potentially, yeah. Um, you know, Mayfield is the lead lead car at that point, so he kind of gets more immunity protection. Like, yeah, he gets more more protection from the referee and, and whatever and stuff. Um, yeah. But then, I, the, I think the way, yeah, like Michael said, you know, obviously Michael's been in these these higher positions, you know, multiple worlds and all this, you know, your emotions are obviously through the roof at this point. But you don't you don't physically attack someone and then verbally attack someone in front of a camera. Oh, so you'd wait later and then duff them in in the car park? Is that's what you would? Yeah, do it, do it where no one can see you do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, cheers. This you know, does we, not reflect the rules of no, no, no. Of course, I've, 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 you know, it's it's that we spoke about the weekend. It, it's something that we it's more in the UK than maybe Europe, but obviously Europe as well. We we don't we have things in place that you know stop these things from happening, and and you know, like Michael said. Money has come into it, and you know it's it's a shame to see. You know, you know we had this conversation. Martin said we've had this conversation over the last two days, and you know someone in Mayfield's position, you know, like I said, like Martin said, he's kind of you know a role model in in in, in the industry, and he's at the top of his game, and to then have a an outburst like that is. A bit, a bit funny. I think it's, I think it's different. I, personally, I think it's completely different from spiking your radio into the floor. Okay, that's no. You. We've we've all we've all done. You know, Michael may maybe not. Michael's a professional, but we've all done something as we've come off the driver's stand or we've gone back to the pits in frustration. You know, which is like mm-hmm. spiking your radio, throwing your car onto the table, or, or you know, throwing a wheel across the field. I I don't know, but. 
physical and verbal abuse. Uh, did, did he touch bit... him? I, 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he pushed him. Oh, he? Yeah. Okay, so Martin, pushed. you're the emperor of everything. You know. But what, what, what happens there? What happens if that? What happens? That, what happens if that happened at Stoffold? The person, as soon as you put your finger on someone, you'll be going home and you'll be getting a uh, a little bit of an extended break. Do not, we do not tolerate any violence, any pushing, shoving. Do you don't you don't put your finger on someone? It's disgusting think, behavior, um, especially when you're a paid RC professional. I think I read one of the things. My great friend Aaron on one of the posts, and he's like, "That's a." Uh, I, I'm sure he didn't swear, but he went, you know, that's a that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? I, I must for the clips I didn't see, I didn't actually see him touching, but I'm like, to go up to somebody and do that in somebody's face, it's not great. And we're saying that, us three are saying that, you know, it, we don't know what's going on. We don't understand these things, but that was not ideal for me. So I, I, I understand that people make a, a paycheck, you know, People like Mr. Orlowski, who is a professional, but there's, you know, you still got to uh, abide within the rules. And the rules within the BRC is no violence, and that would be being violent. You don't touch. Well, if, you could imagine, you know, Aidan, you you work in an office. If you turn around and lumped one of your colleagues in the face, or you know, started a bit of an argument with them. You, you know, there's one of two things that are going to happen, and one of them is a, a visit from HR, or it's an instant dismissal. Yeah, good character comes into these things. You know, that's and I mean, you know, we, we've not seen that before, or that other thing. I'm sure other people will cover it more. Um, you know, if there's some people have turned around and go, hey, look, there's, there's views. I want, I like controversy we'll come back to michael in a bit now but i like controversy like elliot boots calling the americans out that they're scared coming to the europe for the world i like that don't like anything else saying that i did have to apologize to someone after i said something on the rostrum this weekend but we'll gloss over that um, when when, when did elliot uh, call out the americans um <laughs> It, you, you, well, you wouldn't have seen it michael because it was at rcgp so nobody saw it um oh. But that's Elliot, you know, at the end of a race, you know, we're not saying one's similar to the other, but that's drama when he turns around and goes, I think, you know, we all know what Elliot's like. He turned around and said, look, the Americans are scared. They don't want to come to, to Europe to come to the world and we're waiting for them. That's drama. That's good. No one was, no one poked anyone. No one spoke to somebody angrily at the rostrum. I think, I, I think, I think also in the US, it's a bit different uh, from my experience. Racing at the really race, and the racing is extremely hard. And um, all the American drivers they they race much harder, and then we race each other here in Europe. Um, and uh, I feel like the the temper on the driver's end is also a bit a bit different, and um, and it's just a different style, I think, of of racing and and and, and how you act. As well, so so I so being at the Ridgeways, um, I've I've was there a few times already, and I saw a few incidents similar from a variety of drivers, and no one would get a penalty for for something like that. 
Um, so I was, I was a bit surprised how um, upset Ryan was about it. Um, but I, I would be, but I, I feel like when I'm in the US, I, I'm kind of used to stuff like that. And I try to be more aggressive throughout the years uh, to, to, to drive in the same style as them. As otherwise, you have no chance to win over there. Um, so it's also a bit different. And I think the whole idea of the race was also to to, to have something exciting, have some promotion. And um, I, I didn't know if, they, if they're going to promote this incident, but they did and they, get, they got many views. So I think at the end of the day, they got what they wanted. Uh, and maybe maybe wasn't the best thing to show, but it showed some excitement and, and loads of people, I think, loved, uh, loved it that something like that happened. And it just added a bit of drama, and uh, maybe it's a bit negative for for the you know it's not a good look for the industry uh, how how Ryan acted on the driver's end, but I guess uh, some positive and, and some negatives to it. Mm. And then if I just want to be hundred percent sure that we never have any pro American drivers on again, I think we're all right. They probably don't listen, right? <laughs> is the one thing I noticed is. None of the other drivers stepped in or said anything. They just wandered away. Did you notice that? Yeah. They, they yeah. just like if look, well, uh, it happens in the US. I think stuff like that uh, on the drivers, oh. and I've I've seen another incident with two other drivers similar to this one. I th- I think I felt I feel a little bit more sorry for Scotty Ernst if anything because he 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 obviously tired across the line. Scotty went to start his interview, you know, tried to take, you know, tie round round the round the shoulder and sort of give him like a friendly, like manly embrace, and then and then like I said, Ryan just came over, shoved him and started screaming his face, and he sort of stood there like, ah, oh, okay, I'll um, I just just wait a minute, I've got I've got things to do, lads, but thanks, I'll wait. Just kind yeah. of looked like a deer in headlights. Consummate professional. Uh, Mm. But yeah, look, if that happens at something like that happened at North Port, you know what I mean? It, it, it could turn into a, like a 10 person rumble. There'd be a lot of people going, hey, mate, leave it out, leave it out. I just saw, you know, you just saw some of the others just literally just, just not look and just walk away. But if uh, it happened at North Port, then there'd be 10 bands coming. They'll, exactly, they'll make, they'll make, there'd be ale house gigs flowing everywhere. Um, but again, maybe this, this, if there's no ref, or there's no anything along those lines, you know, Michael, you've seen that it's not national UK nationals are not new to you, but you know, you can like when some of our locals turn up, the first thing, like I say, when there's a national at Southport, remember you can't say anything on the rostrum, just keep your mouth shut, yeah, yeah. don't don't say anything, okay? The ref will sort it. You say nothing, and it is different. But most of our lot are quite. Most of our lot are all right like that. Um, we've probably we've chatted for too long and not sort of said, mm, Michael, how did your weekend go at Stoffold? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very very good. Um, we arrived on Friday, walked the track. Um, I, I was walking the track with uh, Joe Housen and Alex Carter. So they. Gave me a few pointers on where to go on the track, which bumps to miss, how to approach approach some sections. 
Uh, Ryan Clark as well helped helped me quite a bit with that, um, as he has been to to Stolfold a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was uh, it was very nice to have that support from from the team, as I have never raced in Stolfold before. I've only been there for maybe half a day at maybe, I don't remember when it was exactly somewhere last year I think I went to 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 test uh, but it was uh, it was wet and then it was dry for a bit and then wet again so it was completely different conditions and very very difficult so so yeah um Saturday morning practice started and the track was extremely difficult and the uh, the grip was different in some areas of the track because of different astro. The jumps and the bumps were very, very difficult. So, uh, so it took me a few laps to to get used to it and learn. And uh, at the nationals, we have very, very limited time of practice, uh, which makes it even more difficult for me, uh, as, as I don't have the experience on those tracks as uh, the other drivers I'm racing with. Uh, but by Q1, it was quite okay. Um, I got a third, I think, in that one. Had loads of small errors here and there. Um, just just still trying to learn the track. Um, and then it was actually really nice because I was in the same heat as uh, Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. So we could follow each other around. And I think in Q2... Yeah, he was because he he had uh, I think it was car number nine. So in Q one, I had no idea where he is on the track. Uh, so I was uh, racing together with Lee, very close to each other. So we we're pacing off each other. So that was nice. And then in Q two, I started behind Joel and could kind of see his lines around the track. So I think this helped me also quite a bit. But I had a costly mistake while leading. Uh, I think we're very close with Joe in Q two. Um, and, and then I finished third again in Q2 and then I had two really good runs and got a, got a win and got a TQ in Q3, Q4 which put me on pole so I was very ha- happy about that as uh, the TQ is very important at the Nationals due to the one point in the championship and, okay. the, and, the, and the difference between second and first position is also only one point so, so there's one point um and we get for TQ is very crucial. So I was very happy about that. And then the finals had an amazing fight with Neil. Um, yeah, it was great. Great to watch. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that uh, that that race. And always when I race with Neil, uh, it's just so much respect uh, between both of us. And uh, I just love racing with him. Uh, so it was a really good show for everyone there and, and for people watching online at, at uh, Raceway 1 after the race. Uh, I watched the videos as well myself. So I enjoyed, enjoyed that and it was just a really good day. Okay. So um, I, I know you, you TQ'd the last two rounds. Did you make any yeah. changes? Were you making changes through the day or did you make changes after practice? What kind of... Why did you I go made, um, I made a change in, in practice but it didn't, didn't work. So then I changed quite a few things for Q1 and I think I left the car the car uh, the same after Q1 for the rest of the day and then I think I made a tiny adjustment between Q2 and Q3 uh, as the grip went down slightly 
I have it all in my in my notes in my notepad. Uh, but yeah, I I made a few changes early in the day, and then I left the car the same. So so I wasn't far off uh, coming there. I got some setup help from from Joe as well, as as he's he knows the track very well. Uh, so it's just extremely good to have such a nice and big team here in the UK as um, as we all help each other with um the setup uh, you know the different inserts we could run in in the mesos in the rear uh so i i had some ideas and then i talked to matt thompson uh, ryan uh, ben smith was there phil a look fitting with luke holsworth as well so we just all worked together very well and bounced off ideas and people tried some stuff so then i i knew what i shouldn't try uh so it it was a huge help, and and by the end of the day, it uh, paid off very well. Okay, and then so, if you're not making any changes, sort of, I said you've not made many changes, like through through qualifying, so a small one maybe for Q4. Is that because you just you were just happy with the car and just thought you could just get faster in that way? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I felt like the car was very good, and and, on, and I knew that with time I'll just get quicker uh, because um, we had only seven minutes of practice um, and then straight into qualifying. Uh, we're usually at, at races like EOS or, or or the Euros Worlds. We get at least a few rounds of five-minute practices and I still get faster just with my own driving. At, in qualifying or at the end of practice, so I knew there is still some pace in in my own driving that I can improve on without changing the car. And when I change the car, then I need a few laps to get used to it. And also, there is a risk of the change not working as as we would like. Um, so so we just so I had Tris there with me. He's amazing at watching the car on the track and understanding what it does in certain corners uh, or areas of the track and then I tell him what I felt and then he tells me what he could see on the track and also he pointed out a few areas of the track that I was driving a bit different to some drivers that know the track very well or or were very fast in practice uh, so he was a huge huge help on the weekend as well as always uh, so yeah just a few few Changes at the beginning, and then just a tiny change for how the track changed throughout the day. Just as it lost a bit of pace, just a, I think Lee mentioned it in his report. He seemed it said it got a bit less grip through the day. Yeah, because uh, I think because of the heat and the amount of cars going around, um, the first round of two drive practice was quite grippy. And um, the, the first round of the day, and then it just got uh, lower traction, but. Actually, the lap times didn't seem to drop that much, uh, which was uh, surprising. But uh, yeah, I just felt like I needed slightly more retraction, so I lowered the the ball start on the camber plate in the rear of my tool. Okay, that that's what I would have done as well. That's okay. <laughs> that's what I would have done as well. Um, I, I, we should really talk about the other two two wheel drive. Martin, this is the time for you to speak up. You kind of smashed Joey in two wheel drive, didn't you? No. Yeah, but not as badly as he smashed me in four wheel. 
<clears throat> but yeah, no, it was all right. It was good. It was um, um, a better result than I've had in the last few months. So yeah, it was all right. Two wheel drive nice track, I really, I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, and Michael, obviously, you said at the to the very early on that's you've never really been to Stoffold. Um, it's difficult, Martin. Is it difficult for them to get access to Stoffold through the week? Because it, I'm not being, It looks like it's in someone's front garden. Yeah, I mean, you, they, there was no practice sessions there. You could only you only practice if you went to their race evenings. Yeah, they did. They have a race evening every week that you know everyone can go to. So it was nice. It, it, it was sort of. It certainly wasn't about. It wasn't like Southport where everybody had been. Um. Through round and round. Um, I'm sure none of the Southport guys who there, you know, were, were, were upset about that, you know. Nah. I'm sure they were very magnanimous about people and the amount of track time that they get. Yeah. Not like us, our Southport lot, to cause any issues. No, didn't think so. <laughs> um, Michael, straight up the four wheel drive. You've, you've, you've you know, you um you you've taken two wheel drive um you you've you've been you know you've had a whole day at Stoffold. were you going into four wheel drive super confident uh, not sure to be honest um of course i know that the, the car works very well and and but i knew that it'll be probably quite difficult with uh, uh with uh, other guys having more experience on the track but of course as always i was uh, i was confident in in myself in myself that i can do it on on the given day and and i just uh, i was just excited to go go out on the track and see how it goes in practice and um, and see how the day goes so so i i was confident but i wasn't very confident and i knew that it will be difficult to to win as as it's uh, with the format of the nationals, it's uh, probably one of the tougher races uh, in, in, during the year to to win for me, to to battle the the, the local drivers and also guys like Neil Lee uh, that have been racing on on those tracks for many many years and and just have so much knowledge on them. Um, but yeah, practice started off all right. Um, the track layout was very very difficult and um, it's probably one of the most difficult tracks i've driven on the four drive layout with um with the jumps with the with the tables on the on the right side trying to maintain the correct amount of speed not to go too fast not to go too slow the angle on some some corners uh, the bumps the change in grip uh, yeah, it was a very, very difficult layout, but quite enjoyable. And and practice started off all right, but I wasn't too happy with how the car felt in the first practice. So then me and Tris kind of brainstormed and thought about what I was doing on the track and used our experience and knowledge from different tracks, what we usually would do in situations like that. Um, and then we changed to maybe three or four for things on the car for the second practice and i felt very very happy with uh, with the car in the second practice had a very good run as well and so then i was very confident actually for q1 
I had a look at the lap times on uh, um, on 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 my phone and compared them to other drivers, and my my pace seemed very strong. And then Q1 kind of showed that um, I had a small crash at the beginning, but still I was able to to TQ the first yeah. round. Uh, so then everything was a bit easier as Centur drive. You know, I was on the pace towards the end of qualifying. We're here, we're on the on the pace straight away. Um, Q2 and 3 were a bit worse. In Q2, I tried a different front tire, which didn't work at all for me. In Q4, it was going all right, but uh, but uh, sorry, in Q3, it was going well. I was battling with Tommy um, as we we're in the same heat, so we we're pacing each other. Um, and then I had a mistake, I think, while while leading by a few tenths or something like that. Uh, so then we went into Q4 with maybe five or six guys that could still TQ. Um, and I made a small change before that run. Uh, ver- uh, the same change like I did in two drive when the grip got a bit lower. Yeah. Um, so I did the exact thing. Uh, but in four drive, we need to add the washer to lower the ball stud instead of removing it like in two drives. So I added one mil under the rear inner ball stud. And I had a really nice run, very enjoyable. And I was able to TQ by nine seconds as all the other guys had uh, loads of crashes. And and I think this kind of showed how difficult the track can be. Because you, you've said that, I'm going to take you all the way back to the beginning of the UK Nationals. I remember when you, you did your report from Kidderminster. And you said, like, that's the most difficult track I've ever run on. Is Stoffold, that four-wheel drive track, more difficult than you yeah. found Kidderminster? Yeah, I think so. Alex Carter will be very happy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the two-drive layout was difficult, but the four-drive layout was even more difficult. And is Joe, go on, we need to talk about Joey again now because obviously C-Final, four-wheel drive, Joe. Is that where you're going to get your C-Final, you got your C-Final from, you just kept it clean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I kind of, again, I'm not so much anymore, but I'm used to obviously be very, very local to Stockfold. I Uh-oh. kind of know, kind of know where the underlying bumps and stuff are, so I know yeah. where not to be. Um, nice. You know, like Michael said, um, I found the tour drive track sort of standard for me. Um, it wasn't too difficult. It wasn't too hard. Um, but the four-wheel drive track, like Michael said, when you switch from the left-hand side of the track to the right-hand side of the track, you're trying to keep the car fast, but also trying to keep it smooth and steady so you don't catch the, 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 the bumps wrong or the, uh, the tabletop section when you come off the wall. That section there, you know, you're changing direction, you know, two or three times. And again, you've got to try and not get the, the tabletops wrong whilst obviously trying to be fast at the same time. So, you know, I, I, I definitely agree with Michael. It's, it, it was tough. You know, the weather, the weather was, a, I think, a factor as well with it being, being hot. Um, so was an actual part of your game plan to take your shirt off? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I got, I got people... 
I got people talking on on, on more than one occasion that weekend about my uh, boobs. About me. So well, yeah, I, as, I, as long as I you are on... while you were marshalling, you're fine. I, I I put my t-shirt back on when I went out to race. Don't worry. Okay, mate. Okay, just 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 showing who the alpha male is. Who's the silverback yeah. gorilla of the nationals, mate? That's all it was. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Uh, Martin, was it okay? Did you have to keep all the wives and girlfriends away from Jerry? You know, did you had like put little little velvet rope round to keep all the fans away. No, I just had to console people with the sight that they saw and apologise. Yeah, you know, if you did that in Canada, they were definitely mistaken for a Sasquatch. Probably. Yeah, there was definitely some sort of things. But uh, Michael, did did you see Joey's run? Were you? Were you uh, as impressed as we were with his... Did you get 15 in round, Joe? Yes. Yes, I did. Michael, please tell us about how happy you are for Joey and his 15 in round. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see the run, but uh, oh. I heard I heard, uh, I heard, heard about it when uh, when Joey came back to the pits. So I was, I was very, very impressed and... Kind of didn't really realize that he made the C final until the finals went on. So I, I was, yeah, I was very impressed. So well done, Joey. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I suppose Michael, you were just waiting on sort of the second leg of the A, just waiting for Joey to come and marshal. <laughs> and you know, you know that kind of thing. And then Joey's not there, and why is he not there? And uh, which, which final do you usually do you usually make, Joey? Sorry. Uh, he's, he's in D's sometimes okay. so yeah that's um, C final is, is my highest ever national finish so and then obviously 15 in the round is my highest ever yeah, yeah that, that's the problem at the nationals for me because the A finals are uh, so close to each other um, uh-huh. it's, there's only a, f- a few minutes in between so you, you don't really get to uh, watch the final action uh, and see how people got on uh, during the day. So probably that's why I kind of missed it as well. Well, also, go on, Joe, go on. I was going to say, Joey, though, have you ever beaten Michael Olowski at a national? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, but I did beat Jamie Hall. You did? And I'll tell you who else we we haven't mentioned tonight, who else I thought did really well the weekend and is a friend of the show. Freddie Russell made the C as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, which was awesome. I was well chuffed for him. It, yeah, and, and, that, cool. and, and also, talking to Tris the weekend, Michael's doubles, he couldn't remember the last time Schumacher did a double at a national. You know, he, couldn't, he couldn't remember when it was last done. I thought maybe Tommy already had done it, but Tris said since he's been at Schumacher, he hasn't. He doesn't think he's seen it happen. Well, well done, Michael. Well done. Yeah, um, a win-win for everybody. A Thank win-win you. for everyone. And I'm gonna back to Freddie. Uh, that could be like one of the highest placed TLRs we've had for a long time. Being a a big supporter of TLR, Freddie Russell is. Yeah, he, he nice. drove really well. Him and Joey, they were in the same heat, and I was in the same heat with them, and they were so quick. It was good. I, I I did speak to somebody else who was in Joey's final, 
Okay. The, you know, European A finalist, Jamie Hall. <laughs> um, Joey, he said he was so concerned about you. Yeah. Okay. So concerned about you. That's why he overbraked on the first corner and Odin way, broke yeah. his car. He broke the first corner. Yeah, to, be, he was to, very... be, to be fair, I did I did about six laps and then I did the same. I, I rolled it at the end of the straight and broke my car as well, but okay. it was but... Uh, one of those things. I'd, I'd also like to point out, I may have got a 15 in round one, but then yeah. round two I backed up with a 50 and then round three I think it was a 40-something. Mm -hmm. um, so going into round four, it was a bit... It was sweaty time, but in more yeah. ways than one. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think I got a twenty or something. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. It, yeah, there was there was definitely some a lot of like the higher heats. There was a lot more crashing going on than I think there should have been, which kind of you know, secured my. 30th in, in, at, in end of qualifying. So. Well, I was super proud. Okay. Um, everyone else was super proud. I did kind of hope that John would give you a penalty and DQ you in your final. Um, I, I think was waiting Martin for Martin to do it like he did last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, sorry, back to Michael. Michael, I, I did watch. Well, okay, hand on heart. I tried to watch the four wheel drive finals, but I got a bit bored. It looked it looked quite easy for you. I, I know it wasn't, but yeah, um, it, it looked easy because you had a decent lead at points. But is that looking easy because you're just working so hard up on that rostrum to, to try and keep it fast and? All four wheels on the floor. I had loads of confidence after Q4 because uh, my pace was very good and I was able to drive very consistently where, where others driving at that pace made mistakes. So, so in the finals, um, in the first final, I I made a, I created a small gap between me and Lee at the very beginning and then he had a mistake and then Neil was chasing after me. He was probably about a second or something like that behind me for a few few laps and he crashed so so I feel like I just had this small small pace advantage over the others that I could create that that one or two second gap at on literally on the first lap or first two laps and then I would just maintain maintain that gap while others were pushing very hard to catch me and and I I was I was driving very comfortable and I was feeling very very comfortable at that pace um until the very end of the of the run in A1 I had a few scary moments uh, being on two wheels uh yeah. in at the end of the straight once uh just hit a bump uh somewhere and then I I was able to save it at the last moment and then on the last lap as well on the on the right side and that's uh, tabletop section after the wall I was on two wheels but I was able to save it so so there were a few scary moments but it's as I said the track was so difficult and it could bite you any moment and there is there was loads of crashing in qualifying and, and finals from drivers that um, throughout this season have been extremely extremely consistent 
Um, so, so I think yeah, this just just the track was so difficult, and also I think with the heat being on that driver's stand um, in the sun, um, you know your your whole body suffers. So it's even more difficult to to be at one hundred percent. So I had a a wet towel on my neck to cool down my my body and made sure I I drank loads of uh, water or uh, iced tea um, during the day to keep my keep myself hydrated. So I, was, I think that was also very very important to look after yourself on the day to make sure that uh, you're at your best with your driving. And then A1, uh, A, so yeah, A1 was done. I was able to to win with a small gap. And then A2, I just tried to do the same thing, create a small gap between me and Lee at the beginning. And then I had that lead of one or two seconds. Um, I think Lee had a small bubble, and then the the lead got even bigger. And he was also fighting with Neil, so then I was just able to maintain my pace, maintain the gap until the very end, and and drive very carefully in the last few corners and uh, take the win. So I was uh, I was very happy about that. Yeah, I think that was the, at the end of like two. I think I don't know exactly who was doing commentary then, um, and they were sort of saying, "Oh, well, look, it looks like they're catching, they're catching." And I'm sitting there going, I "Don't think they're catching. I just think Michael's not driven. He's just sort of pottering around, trying to make sure he doesn't make a mistake on this last lap." Yeah. Um, just because you knew you were getting round, mate. It, it, it was it was amazing, as Martin says. Um, as far as I'm concerned, that as far as we can remember, that's the first time Schumacher's in a certainly a very long time uh, taking a two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive win uh, at a UK national um, I should check these what's the next national is it Torch yeah. Torch on the 6th and 7th of August Torch 6th 7th of August and then Robin Hood is the last round you know um, you are you going to be at both of them, Michael? Because you've got a lot of other things on. Yeah, the plan is to to be at both. Okay, be at both of them, dominate. Um, I I've really enjoyed um watching the nationals, not just the raceway one coverage, but you know Davy Little stuff. Looking at the overalls, um, I, I I should really ask this, Martin or Joe. You can ask Lee or Neil this. Do, do they like it now when there's like more people? fighting for wins then you know surely those two have got enough titles um, yeah. and I, I think we've just seen such an open like top five top six for UK nationals it's just it's just really good to watch um, rather though we always enjoyed it and Lee and Neil's show um, it's great to see other people coming on a win and obviously you know hashtag Schumacher Farm and Michael you, your race you're our favourite um <laughs> Thing. So, um, early night was well, not early night because it's it's late night in, in Vienna now, mate. Um, so you're going to Italy tomorrow? Yeah, I have a flight in the morning, and then Mattia um, is picking, picking me up uh, from Bologna, and then we're off to Gubbio. Okay, mate. And so, just running. Just is it just track time now? Just to get you used to no bumps. <laughs> Uh, I think it'll probably take me a, a lap or two, uh, and I'll remember how to drive touring car. 
Uh, I drive so many different cars, um, different, completely different categories. I, I seem to uh, be able to pick it up very quickly. So, so it will be fun. It will be, a, will be a good few days of testing and racing and learning. So, so I hope we can take a lot of information uh, away after this and and just prepare the best we can for the world. And of course, more importantly than world prep, is Martin, are you running a touring car this weekend? I am, yes. So, Michael, once you get yourself sorted for tarmac, you can um, pass all your skills on to um, Martin, because you're running, are you running a, a touring car national at Mendip? I am, yes. Yeah, Saturday and okay. Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. So, Michael... Make your choice nice and early. Either give him all the information straight away or just turn your phone off. <laughs> One of those things. Uh, you won't need much help, will you, Martin? i got James Hart looking after me, so we'll be fine. Okay, does he know how important you are? No, so that'll be even better. That'll be more important. But, but you do have uh, touring car stocks extraordinaire. Uh, Jonathan Drumfield will possibly turning up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be a few Schumacher guys there. Be it's, I'm I'm just doing it as a bit of a um, Schumacher Break. gave me no no Schumacher gave me the opportunity to and, and lent me a car and it was more of a Darren Newton the BRC chairman said it'd be great to see a, a chairman from a different section go and race at a, a different national and give their a little bit of a write up on it and just what they think and. You know, just a, a little bit of something different. So it, it's ten minutes up the road. So why not go smash a touring car into the wall? <laughs> yeah, and then let Joey do the report. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? No, nobody wants to see that report. Well, probably no one'll be able to read it because it'll all be in crayon. Um, but. Yeah, probably wouldn't get published in it'll the be, BRC it'll be, written, it'll be it'll be written in stock drivers' tears. Oh, stock Johnny Johnny the drum dog. They'll be the ones. Michael, uh, sorry, we're gonna we're going off on a tangent now, mate. It, thank you very much. Well done for the the weekend. Um, we're kind of hoping you've get good luck at the on road event and thing. I'm now super excited for the eighth worlds in Redavan. Um, you know, I'm sure you won't need any help. Um, though, if you do need any like protection, or if you are getting picked on, Martin's <laughs> clearly the biggest of all of us. So you you probably try and get him there um, <laughs> to to look after you, um, or or just put a t-shirt on saying, you know, it was Ty's fault. That seems to go down with all the <laughs> Americans. Um, but I'm I'm definitely team tie at this moment in time. Um, mate, mate, it's been brilliant. Before we let you go, um, do you want to thank your sponsors or the people who've been good to you? Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, as always, it's a pleasure and love talking to you guys. And uh, thank you for everyone supporting me. Uh, it's been it's been a good year so far, and and there's uh, quite a few exciting races on the calendar in the next few weeks and. Uh, finishing the BRCA uh, nationals it will be, I think, an exciting uh, end to the season to see who comes out on on top in both classes. So I'm looking forward to to those races. Uh, also EOS and then 
two worlds in September. It'll be it'll be very busy, but I'm looking forward to it, and I hope we can bring back some good results from those events. So uh, thank you, and uh, thank you to all my main sponsors, especially Schumacher, Hobwing, Sampado, PowerHD, and MF33, and then all the others as well. But I'm not going to mention them, and uh, hopefully everyone had a nice listen to this podcast. Thanks, mate. You're a superstar. I, I have one question again. for Michael. One Go yeah. question. Go for it. What I needed to ask you, and this is probably the most important question of the weekend. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. All I want to know is, um, what do you do to spiders? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can say. Well, readers want to know. Or listeners, no one reads this. No one reads this. Uh, I'm very right. 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 I'm very lost me if I, if I answered. Huh? Did I miss something at the weekend? Well, uh, Ryan Ryan Clark was is the now he has the title of the comedian of the Schumacher. No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, okay. go on. We should explain. We should explain. Uh, we should bring him on the on the, on the podcast, Ryan Clark, with with Matt Thompson. We could get like Ryan Clark, Matt Thompson. I don't know the whole team. That would be fun. All the team. Okay, right. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll probably finish it here. This is still being recorded, so everyone still be nice. Um, and and then we'll find out whether it's appropriate to speak about spiders. And we, you know, I I love uh, Matt Thompson, Ryan Clark. We'd love to to speak to them. I'm sure you know um, Matt Thompson's moving house. Has he just moved house? I think. Um, yes. Ryan Clark will probably be on his way to Torch, but then realise he there's there's no meeting this week. And we'll find out about spiders because as long as no spiders were hurt, I'm fine with that. Okay, but I don't want to be speaking to anybody who do injures spiders because it's not their fault that people are scared of them. They're all God's creatures. And let's be nice to everybody. Right, come on. Michael, thanks for your time. Speak to you again soon. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, that was great speaking to Michael. And it was great speaking to Nathan Rawls last week. I know we got a lot of messages, really enjoying the more like setup questions that Nathan sorted for me regarding front springs and things along those lines. And so maybe we might try and add a few more questions like that. Unfortunately, or fortunately, we've had a bit of an issue recording the last section seemed to work okay when we did it but it's not working when we're putting the episode together so you're just going to have to do without the normal 15 minutes of me and joey and martin arguing about something else and we'll have to ask even more questions about joey's c final next week as I'm the only person here now, I'd like to thank my sponsors, who are the Hashtag Schumacher family, for everything they do. For TQ Models, for all the bits that they help me with, where that I don't get off Schumacher. The, my great hat from Composite Kit. My great body shells done by Hashtag Vix Paint. My fancy titanium Schumacher, um, shot cap 
screws, they came from Clinic. Uh, all the oils and stuff comes from Core RC. I get all my stickers done by RC House. And that'll do, I think. Um, please like and share the podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>